Well, happy Wednesday, everyone. It is September 28th. I'm Adam Wright, and 7 a.m., so it must be Roadmap to Heaven. We're happy to have an episode for you today coming to you from our studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, a special note for today's show, we're going to do some praying today, and I mean, we're going to start the day with prayer as we always do, you know, no doubt about that. But in a special way today, we're devoting the whole show to St. Michael the Archangel. More on that in a moment. But with Hurricane Ian approaching, um, it is very appropriate that we should turn to St. Michael today as well. In time of bad weather, there is tradition of turning to his intercession. So let us begin our morning in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Last night, I uh, started packing my suitcase because later this morning, I'm going to head out for the Catholic radio conference uh, that EWTN is putting together. And it's uh, one of those things that normally when we go on a trip, I try to pack as little as possible. I don't want to carry extra baggage. And yet, for today's trip, I'm going for work, and maybe I'll need that, and maybe I'll want that, and I'm going by myself. I'm not going to have my wife to, to talk to or the kids to talk to at night when I'm in the hotel room, and uh, so maybe I need to bring extra books. And then I start packing and packing and packing, and then all of a sudden the suitcase is full. And I debate, do I need to go get a bigger suitcase? And I say, well, do I really want to carry a bigger suitcase? So then the process of editing begins. Do I really need to bring this? And it got me thinking, how much stuff do we carry through life? Thinking, well, I I don't want to be without this, but we don't actually need it. It made me think of when our Lord sent the apostles out two by two, taking, take nothing more with you than a walking stick and a coin purse, you know? What am I bringing? What am I packing? And yet in the world, what's all the the hurt that I'm holding on to? Well, I, I might need to reflect on that hurt or all the memories of times gone by that I can't go back to. Well, I don't want to let go of those memories or all the desires that maybe I had that, you know, as life has materialized and I've become a husband and a father, those things aren't what I'm called to. But I'd like to think that maybe I was called to them at some point. All of these things that we hold on to, that we don't need to be holding on to. So today I'm going to pray to let those go and offer those to the Father. We are going to be talking about St. Michael the Archangel on the show today, a very important topic with the Feast of Saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, the Archangels, tomorrow. Um, So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a reflection for you. We're going to pray the Chaplet of St. Michael, and later we're going to have a look back at a segment we taped with Bishop Thomas Paprocki of the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois. There's a very uh, great testimony on why we pray the prayer, where the prayer came from, and how we can use the prayer today. All that and more, but as we know, there is a hurricane coming towards these United States. Let's turn towards uh, Mike Roberts for the latest on our weather and an update on what's going on with Hurricane Ian. Today is the feast day at St. Lorenzo Ruiz and companions who were martyrs. Born in Manila in 1600, his father was Chinese and his mother Filipino. He married, had three children, and joined the confraternity of the Holy Rosary. But at the age of 36, Lorenzo was accused by the Spanish military of murder. 
He escaped arrest by boarding a ship bound for Japan. With him were three Dominican sisters, a Japanese priest, and a layman, all of whom were missionaries. They landed in Okinawa, but were arrested by the Japanese and taken to Nagasaki. This was a time of great persecution of Christians by the Japanese. In Nagasaki alone, some 50,000 Christians were either dispersed or killed. The Japanese had a sophisticated and viciously cruel method for convincing Christians to recant, and Lorenzo and his companions were not spared. Large amounts of water were poured down their throats. They were made to lie down, and while boards were placed on their stomachs, guards then stepped on the ends of the boards, forcing water through their mouths, noses, and ears. Bamboo needles were stuck under their fingernails. The superior, Father Gonzalez, was the first one to die. Lorenzo and the rest of those with him were then hung upside down and brutally tortured for three more days. Lorenzo died from this treatment. The others were beheaded. St. Lorenzo, Ruiz, and companions, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. The Chaplet of St. Michael O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of seraphim, may the Lord make us worthy to burn with the fire of perfect charity. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of cherubim, may the Lord grant us the grace to leave the ways of sin and run in the paths of Christian perfection. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael 
and the celestial choir of thrones, may the Lord infuse into our hearts a true and sincere spirit of humility. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of dominations, may the Lord give us the grace to govern our senses and overcome any unruly passions. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of virtues, may the Lord preserve us from evil and falling into temptation. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of powers, May the Lord protect our souls against the snares and temptations of the devil. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the Celestial Choir of Principalities, May God fill our souls with a true spirit of obedience. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of archangels, may the Lord give us perseverance in faith and in all good works, in order that we may attain the glory of heaven. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael, and the celestial choir of angels. May the Lord grant us to be protected by them in this mortal life and conducted in the life to come to heaven. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In honor of St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, and our guardian angel, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O glorious Prince St. Michael, Chief and Commander of the Heavenly Hosts, Guardian of Souls, Vanquisher of Rebel Spirits, Servant in the House of the Divine King, and our Admirable Conductor, You who shine with excellence and superhuman virtue, deliver us from all evil, who turn to you with confidence and enable us by your gracious protection to serve God more and more faithfully every day. Pray for us, O glorious St. Michael, Prince of the Church of Jesus Christ, that we may be made worthy of his promises. Almighty and everlasting God, who by a prodigy of goodness and a merciful desire for the salvation of all men, has appointed the most glorious archangel, St. Michael, Prince of your Church, make us worthy, we ask you, to be delivered from all our enemies, that none of them may harass us at the hour of death, but that we may be conducted by him into your presence. This we ask through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We're talking about St. Michael the Archangel today on the show. And just over a year ago, we had the opportunity to sit down with the Bishop of the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois, Bishop Thomas John Paprocki, to talk about St. Michael the Archangel, that beautiful prayer that we pray and devotion. And let's go back and take a look at that time we spent with Bishop Paprocki. We are always happy when Bishop Paprocki is able to visit our studios here in St. Louis, passing through town, and today is one of those days. So, Bishop Paprocki, good to have you here today. Welcome. And I'm always happy to be with you and your your listeners. Adam. Your Excellency, as we begin today, I, I want to start with something we've been talking about with our listeners, that we have become very focused here at Covenant Network on promoting devotion to the Most Holy Rosary, and as part of that... I realized I have never made the consecration to Mary recommended by St. Louis de Montfort. So I started with reading True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, really zeroing in on how I'm praying my rosary. Uh, I am in the middle of the, the preparation prayers right now and hoping to, if, if I can stick with it, make my consecration on the feast of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary on October 7th. I was telling my confessor the other day that it feels like since we've started this mission, both at home and, and here at the station, I just feel like I'm under attack, if that's that's probably the best way to put it. And my confessor said, ah, yes, this is true. This is how the devil works. You try to grow closer to our Lord, and the devil tries to keep you from doing that. He tries to push you away. This is not something new, and in fact, this is something that uh, Pope Leo XIII was very concerned about 
in his time as Pope. And so he gave us a prayer that we're going to talk about today, the, the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. I wonder if you could share a little bit of the backstory of this prayer. It's actually a very fascinating story because this is a, a prayer that goes back to uh, Pope uh, Leo XIII. And uh, so he was the Pope at the end of the 19th century. And the story is told by the members of his staff that um, this was in 1884, that one day uh, after Mass, he was doing his usual uh, prayers of thanksgiving after Mass. And apparently, while he was doing these prayers, he, he had what I think we would call a locution, not ne- necessarily a vision, but he, had, he heard voices. And one of them was a very kind of gruff, um, mean-sounding voice that sounded like he was in an argument with, with someone. And uh, the bottom line was that uh, basically, apparently, it was the, the devil uh, talking to our, our Lord and our Lord sort of uh, agreeing to, uh, to let the, the devil have a certain uh, reign of temptation. We've seen that before in the scriptures, the book of Job. You have that uh, fascinating scene with, uh, uh, between Satan and, and God, and, and Satan says, let me tempt Job. And so you have, you have all the temptations of Job that God is basically letting Satan do. And so the vision, or the, the locution rather, that uh, Leo XIII had was apparently that the, the devil would be given 75 to 100 years to destroy the church. And uh, so he left his uh, chapel with his private prayers, and his staff could tell that something was wrong. He was very disturbed. They didn't know if he was sick or not feeling well, and he just sort of brushed them off, went right to his desk, and sat down, and in about a half an hour he wrote the prayer to St. Michael. And he came out of his office and he handed it to one of his assistants and he said, here, we're going to be saying this prayer after Mass. And so from that time on, it became basically the standard prayer that was recited after low Masses. So Masses that were, were not sung, but just the recited low Mass until uh, the changes in the, in the liturgy at the Second Vatican Council, at which time uh, those prayers were no longer included in the Missal. And what was very interesting is in 1994 that uh, Pope St. John Paul II was talking about the prayer to St. Michael and just sort of mentioned it in passing. And, uh, you know, he said, although it's not stipulated to say that prayer after Mass uh, anymore, we can still say that prayer. And uh, so he encouraged people to say the prayer to St. Michael every day. So I think with that uh, encouragement from now St. John Paul II, it's uh, really a wonderful thing that we should continue to do. I think one of the things that we have sadly lost sight of in our culture is that there is indeed a supernatural battle still raging around us between good and evil. I know several who would say, well, that's just a story. That's a nice story to make you feel good that Jesus won on the cross um, or to scare you into being good. And the reality is it is so much more than a story that there is a battle of good and evil taking place right now as you and I speak together at this table. Well, definitely, and I think that's one of the uh, the devil's basic tricks. It's a trick of deceit. It's to get people to believe that he doesn't really exist, that it's just a, a poetic metaphor, but uh, the devil does exist. And uh, you know, I think, as you were saying earlier, it's uh, precisely at those moments when we're trying to grow in holiness that the devil is going to throw more obstacles in our way because he does not want us to grow in holiness. He does not want us to get closer to our Lord and grow in grace. And so we have to be aware of that. And if we're not, then we are we're being rather naive, I think, uh, to think, well, we're, we're going to make progress in the spiritual life and uh, nothing's ever going to get in our way. I think the, re- the reality is that we have to be fully aware that uh, the more we try to make progress in the spiritual life, uh, the more the devil will try to get in our way. But we always have to remember that our, our Lord 
is stronger than Satan. God's grace conquers Satan. So even going back to the book of Job, in, in the end, after all of his trials and tribulations, um, he is restored to his prosperity even more so than he had before. Um, the, the devil was given free reign over him. Now, when I think of, of Pope Leo XIII, my first thought does not actually go to the St. Michael prayer. It goes to the rosary, his 11 encyclicals on the Holy Rosary. And I am somewhat curious uh, if we know why he invoked St. Michael in this case, because we read about the Blessed Mother, that she will crush the head of the serpent, that she will, um, in, in, in the book of Revelations, there's all of the beautiful imagery about how she factors into the defeat of evil with her son, and yet he gives us this invocation of St. Michael the Archangel. I would think that it has uh, to do with the fact that it was St. Michael that led the battle with the uh, angels uh, against the, uh, the fallen angels, the demons. You know, so Mary is there, she's full of grace, and she's the one that implores uh, her son to bring us grace, but it's Michael who leads the battle. And I think what, what uh, Pope Leo was trying to tell the faithful of the Catholic Church was that this is a battle, and yes, we definitely have to turn to the Blessed Mother, and, and the Hail Mary is one of our, and the Rosary are, are some of our strongest weapons in doing that. But every battle needs a general uh, to lead the army, and St. Michael is that general for us. This is one of the reasons that we should be praying the St. Michael prayer, is it not? Well, yes, definitely. We've been saying the prayer to St. Michael after Mass in the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois now for 11 years. So uh, this started when I was uh, uh, installed as uh, Bishop of Springfield in uh, June of uh, uh, 2010. And that fall, I did a series of uh, Masses in uh, the deaneries of our diocese. So. Uh, we had seven deaneries at the time. I did a mass in each deanery, and I gave my homily. I gave the same homily in each deanery, and it was basically uh, what I described as my vision for the diocese. And I said, my vision is that our diocese will be uh, a diocese that has uh, much fervor and devotion to the Catholic faith, that will have lots of vocations to the priesthood and religious life and sacrament of matrimony. We'll have, we'll have vibrant families that are practicing the faith and sending their children to Catholic schools and going to Mass every Sunday. And uh, after I, I described this very idealistic uh, vision, I said, it probably sounds like utopia to you, and you probably think that we could never achieve that. I said, the only obstacle to achieving all of what I have just said is sin, uh, original sin and the sins that we are tempted to commit in our everyday lives. And, and that's when I recalled uh, what uh, St. John Paul II had said in terms of the prayer of St. Michael. And it was just sort of a passing comment, you know, as St. John Paul II said, he didn't issue a new instruction or anything. He just sort of encouraged people. He said, you know, we could and should be saying the prayer to St. Michael every day. And so I just mentioned that kind of offhand. Well, shortly after that, the chancellor of my diocese at the time was Mrs. Marlena Mulford. And she came to me with this idea that she was going to have prayer cards printed up with the prayer of St. Michael and a picture of St. Michael on it and the little excerpt from my homily on the back of it where I talked about this prayer. And so she did. I gave her the green light. We had 50,000 copies of that prayer printed up, and she distributed them around the diocese. I never made it an order. I just uh, sort of a suggestion. If any priest wants to say this at the end of Mass, feel free to do that. I also was very clear to say that it comes after the Mass. You're allowed to put things into the Mass. So you can't say, after the Our Father, we're going to do a rosary now before we have communion, okay? So we do the Mass. So the Masses get the final blessing and the dismissal, uh, and then we say the St. Michael prayer. Well, that, what I noticed with that was, at first, people were using the prayer cards, 
Uh, and that only lasted a few months. By then, everybody had it memorized. I don't even know where those prayer cards are anymore. They just all sort of disappeared. But I also found that if I didn't uh, start the prayer to St. Michael at the end of Mass, the people spontaneously would start it. And uh, we have 129 parishes in the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois. And I would say, again, I didn't order it, but uh, just by their own voluntary actions, I'd say less than a handful of parishes uh, do not say that prayer. Everybody else says it. I even notice young people who sometimes are very passive during Mass, they're belting out the prayer to St. Michael because they know it's a powerful prayer. I think of my children back in August on the, the Feast of the Assumption, and we were at Mass, and one of my younger ones turned to me, turns to me and says, Dad, were they just talking about dragons? And I say, <laughs> yeah, that's in the readings today. We get to hear about dragons. We get to hear about Mary combating the dragons. It's great. And then we, we pray the St. Michael prayer after Mass at the parish as well each and every Sunday. And we had a, a great little chat in the car on the drive home. You know, the, what was going on in that reading is part of the reason that we pray this prayer after Mass each and every time we go to Mass. For those families that may be on the weekdays, they, they cannot get to daily Mass because they're in the middle of carpool drop-offs at, at our Catholic schools and, and getting to work. Uh, they want to foster this devotion more than just on Sundays. When is a good time of day, perhaps, to incorporate this into our prayer disciplines? Uh, the prayer to St. Michael actually could be said at any time. So, you know, if, if, um, you, know, if you want to make it part of your routine, certainly you could... Uh, uh, do it at, in the morning when you say your morning offering. You could also offer a prayer to St. Michael. I would think probably uh, best would be at the end of the day. You know, I like to say the prayer to St. Michael after Mass, which for me is usually in the morning unless I have an evening confirmation. But uh, So we say it at the end of Mass. But I often like to say the prayer to, to St. Michael uh, before I go to bed, just so I won't have any nightmares. Uh, and sometimes, actually, uh, when I do wake up in the middle of the night, or, or maybe I... I haven't even been sleeping very well because there are too many other problems and worries on my mind. I'll just get up. I have a little statue of St. Michael on my dresser, and I'll just say a prayer to St. Michael and bless myself with holy water. So, And I've heard that from other people, too, that sometimes when they feel agitated or, or distressed or, or just overcome with uh, lots of worries and anxieties, they'll just say a, a prayer to St. Michael, maybe even say it a couple of times, and, and just there's that soothing uh, sense that St. Michael will, will come and help to defend you, and they feel very calm and fe- peaceful after that. What a wonderful gift our, our treasury of prayers are, and each with a reason, not just uh, the poetic beauty of them. Although this is a very beautiful prayer. I, I love the language of this prayer. So if you're not praying the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel, well, we will share it today, the text of it, at facebook.com slash roadmapradio. We also have it, I believe, on our website, ourcatholicradio.org. But it's, it's a great prayer to know and a great prayer to use each and every day. And even if at your parish, perhaps they don't say it after Mass, you could stay with your family and and kneel in the pew and pray it together as a family. That would be a wonderful devotion for your family as well. Uh, Bishop Paprocki, always a joy to have you with us. I wonder, could we close with the St. Michael prayer? Let's do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bishop Paprocki, so good to be with you. As always, friends, you're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. We will be back after this. 
We're halfway through the week talking about evangelization here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement. And Patty Schneier, it's good to be with you on this Wednesday. What do you have in store for us today? Well, we're talking about evangelization and most importantly, that new evangelization with our own friends and family members. And I'm just sharing some stories and nuggets from priests and from people that I've heard in my travels and in speaking at different conferences. I quoted yesterday Father Brian Welter, who talked about how easy it can be to just light a fire as he experienced at a construction site. He also has given me this image. He talked about evangelization. And again, sometimes the most bizarre things are what stick. So he said for evangelization, the biggest obstacle many of us have is yak fur. Again, what the heck is yak fur? He said to get to actually touch a yak, the animal, I'm talking about the animal, a yak, he says, you have to get past 18 inches of yak fur. That's how thick the yak fur is. And he said, all of us are like that. We have to get past our outer appearances of that teenager. We have to get past the outer appearance of the homeless person. We have to get past the layers of defenses, get past the addictions, get past previous bad choices, get past lies and distortions that we've all believed. We all have yak fur. So to evangelize, we have to build relationships. And that means getting past the barriers that seem so thick. That's what yak fur is. It's any barrier that you think is so thick, there's no way you can get past it. But where there is Jesus Christ, there is victory always. Again, let's try to get past the barriers, try to get past the outward appearances to touch someone, to reach someone, to build a relationship. I know it sounds crazy, but think about yak fur. I'm trying not to laugh here, Patty, because as soon as you said yak fur, I'm thinking, all right, yak fur, Y-A-K-F-U-R. What's the acronym Patty has for us today? But it's really a great lesson that there's a lot of barriers we might have to get through, and it is so worth it. Patty, thank you for this encouragement today. We are back. As we conclude the show today, I would like to pray the St. Michael the Archangel prayer with you. But before we get to that, I do have a prayer intention. I read on Catholic, well, I read on Catholic News Agency this morning that uh, auxiliary, the former auxiliary bishop of St. Louis and emeritus bishop of Colorado Springs, um, Bishop Michael Sheridan, passed away yesterday at the age of 77 um, from Catholic New Agency. Bishop Sheridan was born in St. Louis in 1945. He attended Rockers College for a year and then Cardinal Glennon College Seminary and Kenrick Seminary. He was ordained a priest of the Archdiocese of St. Louis in 1971. He continued his studies at the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas, earning a licentiate and returned to teach at Kenrick. He was active in the theater group there. Um, In 1997, Sheridan was consecrated a bishop and appointed an auxiliary of the St. Louis Archdiocese. In 2001, he was appointed coadjutor bishop of Colorado Springs, and he succeeded as ordinary on January 30th, 2003, and retired in 2021 at age 76. Um, Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. 
may the soul of Bishop Sheridan and of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Let's pray the St. Michael prayer together as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's been a joy to be with you today. I do want to let you know that um, tomorrow morning we are not going to have a show for you, but we are going to have some wonderful programming in lieu of Roadmap to Heaven. So tune in for that in the 7 o'clock hour. Friday morning we'll have an encore of the Roadmap Roundup from Friday, May 13th. Well, why that one? Well, Saturday, we start the month of October. And by the way, Saturday is the first Saturday of October, so don't forget your first Saturday devotion. Make a good confession within eight days of Saturday. You can go as early as today, if you haven't been already, within eight days prior. You can go eight days after. I recommend prior. Go to Mass, receive Holy Communion, pray the Rosary, and then meditate for 15 minutes upon the mysteries of the Rosary. Saturday is first Saturday of October, like we just said. October is the month of the Rosary. And we always turn our devotion to the rosary in the month of October. Well, why go back to Friday, May 13th? Long story short, Friday, May 13th was the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima, where we receive the first Saturday devotion, where we receive the imperative to pray the rosary every day. So as we're getting ready for the month of the rosary and getting ready for first Saturday, I thought we'd jump back to such a wonderful feast where we recall um, Our Lady of Fatima. All of that for you on Friday morning. And then I'll be back with you on Tuesday. Please pray for all who are traveling to the Catholic Radio Conference this week. Uh, if you could pray for me tomorrow, I'll be on retreat all day with my colleagues out there and from all over the country. I'll be praying for you while on retreat. And then Friday will be a day of learning for us and a day of fellowship and edification. I'm looking forward to some great talks, some great one-on-one time to learn more about how to bring you a better roadmap to heaven, which is what we strive for each and every day. Let's pray to thank God for this show and for this time together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, Pray for us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If I could ask you when you pray your rosary today to hold in prayer all those along the Gulf Coast and in the state of Florida who will be impacted by Hurricane Ian and all those in the path of the storm that have already been impacted by it. I read this morning that the entire island nation of Cuba was without power following the hurricane making landfall in Cuba. So certainly as it approaches Category 5 strength, we need to be praying. For Covenant Network, I am Adam Wright. Thank you for being with us today. Be sure to check out this episode on the podcast later and share it with a friend. Until next time, you've been listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Pray your rosary today.